you know, we're giving um, the event of the Transfiguration for the second Sunday of Lent. You know, what does that have to do with Lent? Why did Jesus take Peter, James, and John, only them, to witness the transfiguration on Mount Tabor? The classic response is that he could prepare his disciples for for what they would experience with Jesus's suffering, his passion, his death in Jerusalem. So for us who are in a way traveling to Jerusalem, traveling to, um, on our way towards Good Friday, the transfiguration, it helps us to prepare during the season of Lent. In our first reading, you were given the account of Abraham's test of faith. And at first glance, it's shocking what happens. It's nonsensical. Yeah, why would God put Abraham to such a test? You know, he promised him to make him the father of many descendants. You know, that's what the name Abraham means. This is the name that God gave him. So through Abraham's son Isaac, he's supposed to be the father of many nations, of many descendants, and yet God is asking him to sacrifice his son? We see that it only makes sense in the light of the gospel, right? 2,000 years later. There are many parallels between Abraham's test of faith and Jesus' own passion and death. Between Abraham and Isaac and God the Father and God the Son. So first, we see that both share the relationship of father and son, right? Abraham to Isaac, the father to the son, God the father to God the son. And in both cases, it's only one son. We also see that Isaac, he carries the wood of his own sacrifice up the mountain and is laid on the wood to become the sacrifice. Jesus, too, carries the wood of the cross up to Golgotha on Calvary to be sacrificed. Another parallel is the same when we look at the location. Guess what? It's the same place. Right? We're told that this is uh, for Abraham and Isaac, It's the land of Moriah, a mountain there. And later on, King Solomon, he builds the city of Jerusalem on a mountain in Moriah, right? 
It's no coincidence. Also, we, we see that a ram is caught in a thicket or thorns and is sacrificed instead so that the descendants might be blessed. Earlier, before the sacrifice, uh, our first reading omits this, but Isaac asks his father, Father, where's the sacrifice? He didn't, he didn't know it was going to be him. And Abraham responds, God will provide the sheep for the burnt offering. God will provide the sheep for the sacrifice. 2,000 years later, it's Jesus who is the Lamb of God that sacrifices himself for the forgiveness of sins so that all who believe in him might not die but might have life so that they, so that we might be blessed. There's also something to be said about the timing of these events, of Abraham's test of faith and Jesus' crucifixion and where we find ourselves today in Long Beach at this Mass, participating in this holy sacrifice of the Mass. I also don't think that this is a coincidence, all right? So the timing. 2,000 years apart between the test of Abraham and our Lord's crucifixion. 2,000 years later, yeah, we find ourselves in this moment. Only this time, we're not making another sacrifice, right? We're participating in the one sacrifice of Christ on Calvary 2,000 years ago. That's what the Mass is. Also, we're reminded of Jesus' words at the Last Supper on Holy Thursday. Right? He says, this is my body which will be given for you. This is from the Gospel of Luke. Well, just that word given, you could substitute it with sacrificed. Also, he says, this is my blood, which will be shed for you. Again, you could, you could substitute that word shed for sacrificed. You see the connection between these sacrifices. One more parallel, right, between this time between the transfiguration, which we heard about in the gospel, and this mass, the holy sacrifice of the mass. First, from a sense perspective, um, the consecrated host. Yeah, what color is that? White, right, just like um, Jesus' clothes in the transfiguration, right? Dazzling white. 
Also the same color of an unblemished lamb. Right? The, the color of the lamb is white. Although in the transfiguration, it's Jesus' appearance that's changed. But at the Mass, it's more than the appearance. It goes deeper, right? It's the substance of the bread that is transformed, that is changed into the body and blood of Christ, right? This is why we call it transubstantiation, the substance of the matter is changed. The bread is changed into the Lamb of God. You know that every, at every Mass, God wills that not only the bread be transformed into Christ's body and blood, but also those who partake in it, that you and I also be transformed. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, at this Mass, may not only the substances of bread and wine be transformed into the body and blood of Christ, but we too who gaze upon and receive Jesus, the Lamb of God, May we too be transformed. May we become that which we partake, that which we receive, Christ. May we become Christ to others.